Hello, hello, everyone. It's Sarah Hanchar here with Hi, I Think You're Nice, the podcast where I speak to a nice person about nice things for about an hour. Today's episode is the penultimate episode of season one. Ooh, ooh. Can you believe it? It's almost been a full season. Today's episode is really special because it's with my friend, Tom Mizrobian. We worked together, uh, did shows together. He's a very, very good friend of mine. I'm so excited to have him tell you all about his work at the Florida Aquarium. Tom is a consummate performer, like many actors. He has a lot of gigs in a lot of places, but he seems to be especially passionate about his work at the Florida Aquarium because he gets to reach out and teach about this beautiful blue world of ours and how we can learn about it and protect it as we move forward in life. So I think that's extremely commendable and exciting. And at the very end, he sings some of his originally composed songs called Aqua Tunes, which I love. In fact, I love them so much that I literally cannot stop myself from singing along with him. Do I know how the songs go? No. Do I know what the harmonies should be? Uh-uh. But do I just go ahead and chime in and sing along anyway? Uh, you bet your butt I do. I hope you sing along too, because the songs themselves are delightful and sweet and just so much information in there. So much educational information. I love those aqua tunes. This is sort of a grand premiere, if you will, of Tom's aqua tunes that he wrote the music for and the lyrics for. I did not post all of the songs that Tom has written, uh, which is a perfect segue into, hi, I hope you have subscribed to this podcast because even though this is the penultimate episode and I have one more episode after this for this particular season, throughout the, the summer hiatus, I am going to have little bits and bops of things to share with you. So you're only going to get that if you subscribe. So please make sure that you subscribe. And hey, if you like this podcast, if you like what I'm doing, if you enjoy the podcast material and the subjects I talk about or the lovely people I'm, I have the pleasure of speaking with, please share. Sharing is like the easiest and freest way to support this podcast. So subscribe and share. That just is such a huge boost for Luol Me in my Luol basement uh, studio doing this work, which I love to do. Also, what really helps is if you rate, review, subscribe. I already said subscribe like 30 times. So let's focus on the rating and review part. Super easy. Head on over to my Facebook page. I think you're nice is the Facebook page. You can review me there. You can go to iTunes, review me there. Anywhere that you can give me thumbs up or five stars, assuming of course that you think I deserve five stars and a thumbs up, etc. If you don't, in that case, um, thank you for spending your time with me and I'll see you on the flippy floppy. If you do, however, enjoy this stuff, go ahead, help me out. That would be super awesome. And it is the freest way to support this podcast. If you're interested in becoming a patron, because there's lots of fun stuff over and at my Patreon page, you get a shout out, you get a outtake material, you might get a sticker. And I'm thinking about adding other stuff again during the hiatus. So head on over to patreon.com slash I think you're nice, or just go to patreon.com and look for the podcast. Hi, I think you're nice. Or my name, Sarah Hanchar. You already know those things, right? And those patrons, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, how much your support has actively helped me move forward with this podcast. It is so essential. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I also want to thank all of my the, all of my listeners who have been listening from the beginning, who have listened from just this episode, who have listened from the get-go, in the middle, anywhere in between. I am in etern internally. I'm internally grateful. My tum-tum is very grateful to you. But also, I am eternally grateful, as in forever grateful, for your support. I really appreciate it. Also, I would love for you to reach out to me. Email me at sarah at ithinkyourenice.com because I want to hear, what do you want to hear next season? You know, what do you, what topics do you want me to cover? Is there anything you wish I would do? Are there things that you're like, oof, I wish you wouldn't do that? This, that, the other thing, I am all ears, my friends. I want to know what's going on and what your opinions are. So you can find me on Instagram, I think you're nice. Facebook, I think you're nice. And my email is sarah at I think you're nice dot com. Once in a blue moon, I'm on Twitter. You can check me out there and I think you're nice. Okay, I think that's everything. I am so excited for this episode. We're going to sing. We're going to learn about polyps. Yeah. I like a lot about polyps. Who knew they could be so fun and interesting and cute? Who knew? I didn't know. And soon you're going to know as we listen to Tom Misrobian and the Florida Aquarium. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week and you have a wonderful day. Bye. 
Hi, I think you're nice. Why, hi, I think you're nice. Let's have a seat and let's have a nice time. I think you're nice. So let's chat, so let's chat, so let's chat. I think you're nice, so let's chat. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Hi, I Think You're Nice. I am your host, Sarah Hanchar, and this is a podcast where I speak to a nice person about about nice things for about an hour. And today my guest is my friend, dear friend, Tom Mizrobian. Yay! Hello! And uh, Tom and I were uh, friends and castmates in Orlando, Florida. We worked together at Disney. And today we're going to talk about his work at the aquarium, the Orlando Aquarium, the Florida Aquarium. The Florida Aquarium. The Florida Aquarium. Excellent. We are recording. Good. So... (laughs) Off to a good start. We're off to a great start. We're here. We're talking. Um, You brought a binder like you are ready, <laughs> ready for this. I'm ready to go. <laughs> ready to stand up to your intensive grilling. Well, this is a lot of gotcha journalism. Yeah. So, isn't it true that you and the turtle have <laughs> gone spent millions of dollars at Vegas? No. How fun would that be, Turtle that Vegas? That sounds like fun. <laughs> They're really bad at rolling dice, though. Those big flippers. No thumbs. No. Yeah. So it's just like. They're better at craps, maybe, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Okay. or, or, no, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. They, they, they're, they kill a blackjack. Noise. Yeah. That's what it is. When you pat, and that means like double down or stay right. or something. There you go. Clearly, I know all about gambling, brag. Um, so, Tom, you work at the aquarium. Is, I do. Is that fun? Uh, I've been there for about two years, and it is, uh, it, it's a great place to be. Um, there's, uh, the ability to come in and work with all these different animals, uh, every day is fantastic. Uh, and it's a great group of people there who are all, uh, kind of united around the same thing of, of teaching people about these animals and, uh, working to, uh, protect and restore our blue planet, as the byline says. Oh, that's our, protect that's our tag. and restore our blue planet. Yeah. That's nice. It is nice. That's lovely because word on the street is the earth is made of a lot of water. It is. He's nodding. So yes, yes. I'm, I, I'm, I nailed it. I'm, <laughs> I'm good at the podcast thing. Yes. Um, yeah, seventy percent water. Um, so uh, there's a lot of it, and uh, uh, the animals and the coral that uh, live in it are super important. Not to jump right into statistics. Let's do but it. But we're talking about it. Um, coral uh, lives in warm, shallow waters. Warm, shallow waters. Yeah. Okay. And uh, 50% of the air that we breathe, I'm assuming you breathe oxygen. I do. Yeah. I do. Daily. So algae uh, produces, uh, takes carbon dioxide mm-hmm. and then uh, and then uh, creates that and turns that into oxygen and releases oxygen into the atmosphere. So it's like yum, yum, yum. Give me like that that carbon right. dioxide. And the, oxi- the, the ocean actually does a fantastic job of taking carbon out of the atmosphere. Um, it's, it's doing a better job than we even thought it could do. The big question is how long is that going to continue? When is it going to reach critical mass and then not be able not take any more? The ocean one day could just say that, no, we have enough. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Hard pass. You got to make your own oxygen, you guys, and scrub your own stuff. Right. All right. And coral also supports 25% of life in the ocean in 3% of the water. That's oodles. Holds 25% of life in the ocean. So coral is not just this, oh, it'll be sad when it's gone. <laughs> coral is an <laughs> integral part of the, of the, uh, planet Earth? and the, and the ecosystem of, and how we live. Uh, and so it's a big part of our restoration project that we do at the aquarium. We partner with a lot of different organizations to, uh, physically regrow coral reefs. That's incredible. I, I like to scuba dive. I haven't been in a while. Um, I've always been, to be honest, I'm a little unclear as to what coral is because I get it confused with like anemones and other things that are alive but aren't quite animal-like. Like a sea anemone, my friend Brittany explained it to me best. I'm like, how is that an animal? Tell me, how is that not a plant? And she's like, well, it's like a food hole. 
So it, it, I'm like, oh, now I get it. It's a food hole. It, it sucks in its nutrients and it poops out the whatever. Mm-hmm. Right um, out of the same hole. Out of, ugh. Yeah. Ugh, we, call, we call them potty mouths. <laughs> do you really? We do. It's, oh. it's, it's a joke in the show that I host there. I host a game show. And, and You're back at the I'm, show? I'm back at the game. You're back at the game show <laughs> I'm in the game. show. Yes. <laughs> So uh, they can't we, keep you up for long. <laughs> we we uh, I host a game show called Secret Sea Life Superhero. So yeah, so coral eats with their butt. Um, <laughs> is is where what we. A that's where we were. Way of saying yeah. that. Um, and so the what coral is um, are, are huge, massive collections of animals called polyps, uh, which are kind of like bags. Um, polyps will uh, come into uh, an area. Uh, they they are spawned from other coral, okay. and uh, they're 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 kind of like um, sacks of living material. And they this sounds gross. Yeah. I must admit, <laughs> this is like sacks and bags and polyps of like. I mean, I'm great. I'm, I'm trusting yeah. that this is going to, I mean, continue, but gross. So they, <laughs> they come together in huge masses and, and they, and they begin to, uh, live in colonies. Um, and they, uh, they will then, uh, pull in calcium carbonate from the ocean water to give themselves kind of a hard shell, an exoskeleton to That's protect them. That's why they're so hard. Right. Um, now, not all corals are hard. There are hard and soft corals. There are building corals, foundational corals like staghorn. And then there are um, just your softer corals, which come and live in amongst the like staghorn. Like your smushhorn. Right. So, <laughs> right. so, uh, so they, they form, uh, they pull in this calcium carbonate. They form... Um, uh, kind of a, a shell around them, and then that animal dies, but the shell oh. stays, and then the other new animals come in and build on top of that shell. So when you oh. see a coral reef, you're seeing millions of years of these polyps building and dying and living and dying on top of each other, uh, stacking up for millions of years to make these big coral formations. Huh. Um, so that's what a coral reef is. Huh. That's why it's- we can't just go out and like make a new one. Because it takes, Cause you it know, takes. millions of years and a lot, so many sacks. Right. Just. <laughs> so, the, in addition to the, 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 the skeletons that they form, they also uh, are host to algae. And algae uh, comes and lives inside the polyps, and it uh, has lots of different colors in it. And that's where you see all the colors of the coral reef. That's where they're colorful. So, when you, um, when you... Uh, when that algae dies, mm-hmm. if the the warm water, the temperature of the water goes up, uh, if there's uh, the acid balance, the pH yeah, the balance pH uh, gets off, um, then that algae will start to die, mm. and that's what's called bleaching. So when you see a bleached reef, it's not dead; it's just the algae has lost its color. Oh, so it's it's savable when it's bleaching. Oh, that's well, that's good. That is good. So bleaching is not death. Bleaching is on the way. Okay, but it can be reversed. Okay, and it, and it often is. It, yeah. So when they talked about the Great Coral Reef, is is the, the you know the, the Barrier Reef a couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. The Barrier Reef is dead, and you know those large portions were, were bleaching, um, and they're starting to recover. Um, so that's good news. Yeah. And um, the coral kind of is able to maintain itself to an extent, but if that water keeps on rising, then mm-hmm. we're going to have a uh, continue to have an issue, and and oxygen production then becomes a problem. So. I, yeah. I. Huh? Because I'm I'm happy to hear that. I was in I was in Hawaii recently, and we were swimming around. Co- it was a lot of coral reef, not coral reef, but like coral hunks. Is that a reef? What What do you consider a reef? Just like a coral boulder? Boulders? Yeah, just a huge colonies, huge colonies of, of yeah. coral. Yeah. I mean, they were like the size of like I don't know. Some were like as big as an ottoman. Some were you know some were big as a bed i don't know they were right. they were they were large ish and, and sporadic and i was afraid of touching any of them because i assume everything in the water will hurt me everything right. i'm afraid of ev- it's, the trouble with me is like i love everything and i'm afraid of everything i get it so i just like i'm like i'm floating and i also know i'm like coral reef need to be protected and don't ruin it don't don't screw it up sarah the earth is, needs you to not do this yeah. And so, like, I bumped into it, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm probably going to die, and I probably killed it, and everybody was pretty much fine. But they were all very pale, 
So I was wondering, it was still hosting a lot of sea life, like really amazing creatures. And there were turtles and I felt like, I really felt like I was aerial because <laughs> there were these beautiful little fish and then something that I thought might be scary. I thought it was a barracuda. It was not. It was like a trumpet fish or something. Uh, uh, listeners, I recommend looking up what fish are good and which ones are scary so that way you don't needn'tly scare the crap out of yourself. <laughs> and your friend's like, no, that that was fine. Um, but anyway, these, these very pale... I was worried. I was worried. I'm like, you guys are so pale, yeah. paler than me. How can we get some goop in you? Okay. Well, it was a it was a good impulse not to touch it. I don't don't touch it because don't touch coral. A uh, couple of reasons: one, you can break it, and it takes mm. millions of years to break to to build it. So don't do that. Also, um, coral quite often have what are called nematocysts, which are stinging cells. Uh, the worst of these is uh, fire coral, which will <gasps> burn you. Um, underwater. So yeah, it's not a good idea to go touching a coral because you probably don't know which one is fire coral and which one is not. No, I don't. Uh, but they, they have nematocysts to sting their food and to eat their food. Most of it is not strong enough to pierce a human's skin or to mm-hmm. hurt a human. Um, we have sea anemones in the, uh, uh, in the aquarium at a place called the No Bone Zone, where kids can touch. <laughs> it's all about invertebrates, so yeah. they they can touch uh, they can touch the sea anemone, they can touch the sea stars. Um, and uh, don't sea anemones sting? Uh, they they do, but uh, not strong enough. Oh. Uh, at least the ones we have. Uh, okay. The ones we have are a collection from the Pacific Northwest. Um, <gasps> your neck of the woods. From my neck of the woods. Yeah. So um, you can touch these stingrays, and you'll they'll feel or sea anemones. Uh, sea anemones, and they uh, you can touch stingrays too, but that's another. Place. <laughs> um, so sea anemones, you can you can touch them, and it'll feel a little sticky, and that's the sea anemone trying to sting you, oh. but it's not strong enough to to hurt okay. at all. All of our touch habitats are on a schedule to where um, they get a break. Uh, yeah. So it's not constant hands in the water all day long. Yeah, that would be that would be too much. I don't want to be poked all day. At the same time, I imagine the educational benefits of having a touch tank like that. You know, you get to experience these things that you won't get to in other places. Or you're like me, and you're just scared of the water, and you don't want to screw it up or get hurt. So it's a it's a safe environment, and that you can actively look out for the critters that you have. Yeah. So, yeah. A large portion of my day is spent trying to convince people that the ocean is not trying to kill them. Um, (laughs) Are you sure though? (laughs) Pretty sure. But there's so many scary things. (laughs) The other part uh, is that kids are used to touch screens and everything they see is a Mm -hmm. touch screen these days, the huge video walls and all that stuff. So sometimes they come in and we see all these uh, habitats and the animals behind the glass and it's just another touch screen to them. Yeah. So all of these touch habitats or our aviary where we have birds flying around freely. Um, there's uh, ducks popping up on the side of the walls there and penguin, not penguins, <gasps> pelicans. Uh, we do have penguins. Okay, um, good. I, I, a, I know you do. We're going to get to point. that. I'm yeah. excited. <laughs> um, uh, anything we can do to kind of break that fourth wall and, and let kids into their world. Mm-hmm. So they're touching uh, they touch stingrays. They can touch uh, bamboo sharks. Uh, they can touch um, a uh, bamboo the, the sharks. sea stars and anemones. Yeah. What's a bamboo shark? Bamboo sharks are tiny little sharks. They're about three feet long at mm-hmm. the most. Um, and you know they they're they're excellent swimmers, of course. Uh, sharks. Uh, so sometimes you can touch them uh, if you're Quick. if you're in the right place at the right time. Okay. Um, but they're you know they're not gonna go after people. And that's the big thing I try to tell people is that, you know, we have uh, sand tiger sharks in our large habitat and I've been swimming with them and we have guests to go in and swim with them on a daily basis um, because these are reef feeding sharks. They eat small fish. Okay. Um, form dictates function in the animal world. So uh, great whites have very jagged teeth with serrated edges. They're very thick. They're great at ripping, tearing, uh, and then they will come back for more. So great whites will attack things that are bigger than themselves. Sand tiger sharks have long skinny teeth like fish hooks. They're good for reaching out, grabbing, and swallowing whole. That's all they do. So anything bigger than their mouth, they're not really interested in. So uh, when you see a sand tiger shark, they're not going to go after you. Um, it's been pretty well established that sharks just don't like the taste of humans. Uh, oh. <laughs> where we are not on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
statistically, most uh, shark attacks uh, are usually a, a one-bite affair, mm-hmm. um, and then the shark's gone because they, they didn't like you. Yeah. Um, now, Too much processed uh, food, am I right? That's yeah, not how humans a, used to taste. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sharks are, I remember when humans were tasty. <laughs> Now was, they've got all this mumbo jumbo in them. Yeah, yeah, they used to be made with real butter. Yeah, not, right. not this margarine BS. <laughs> Hosey Watson. Ah, good old days <laughs> when humans were tasty. Um, but you know, there's all sorts of statistics out there. Like you are more likely to be injured taking a, shel- a, a selfie than you are to be uh, bitten by a shark. Oh, um, shark deaths last year, I believe worldwide there were five. Oh uh, sh- uh, human deaths by shark attack. Yeah. Uh, mosquitoes, 270,000 people. No, what? Yeah. Because of the illness? Yeah, because oh. they, they spread illnesses. And, uh, <laughs> oh, no. Cows. Cows kill more people annually than sharks do. Oh, no. um, Is it just like a, like a spiders, tribe of like really bad know. cows? Yeah. Just like a gang? <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, herbivores are more dangerous to people than, than carnivores. More people get injured by elephants uh, and uh, hippos. cows. Uh, hippos. Hippos will jack uh, you up. Yeah, yeah, because people don't know to stay away from them. Mm-hmm. They stay away from the things with the big teeth. Yeah. Uh, but they don't stay away from the, the carnivores, and, and they get, yeah, they get injured. Huh. So so I, we talk about sharks. We talk about it's okay to touch uh, stingrays. Um we actually uh, in this environment in, in this environment yes. um and uh you know but the, the questions we get all the time is you know is that one gonna sting me is that one gonna bite me uh and it's like no they're they're, they're not <laughs> yes children it's yeah. filled with jellyfish and <laughs> razor blades go ahead yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just that balance of not being scared of something but also realizing when you're in the wild don't grab a shark uh, don't, mm-hmm. uh, poke coral. Don't try to ride a sea turtle. Nope. Um, yeah, don't, that's nope. not a thing to do. Nope. They didn't, uh, come to your house <laughs> no. and say, Hey, get on. I want to get on that. Right. <laughs> 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 uh, so it's, 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 you know, appreciating wildlife and realizing we don't touch it, not out of fear, but out of respect. Uh, and that's the what we try to teach uh, the aquarium, which is the big difference from work I've done at Disney mm-hmm. or uh, uh, or Universal or you know all the theme parks, which I loved working yeah, at. Yeah. Um, but here, the emphasis on education is so strong that it's uh, I don't know it, it feels uh, it feels good uh, at the end of the day to realize that you you taught some people some things and. You know, not just kids, but parents are listening and they hear stuff and they're like, oh, I didn't even know that. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's good to hear the parents say that, too. Um, and one of the greatest things about the job is, you know, we do a lot of things with kids. The other day, just one day, we had 600 kids uh, come in from That's different schools. And a lot of these are inner city kids. They haven't been to the they live in Florida, but they haven't been to the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and they come in and they see sharks. And they've, I forget, they've never seen a shark. In real life. In real life. Yeah. It's all been on TV. And they literally lose their minds. <laughs> they just start screaming, shark, shark, there's a shark. Mom, there's a shark, there's a shark. And, <laughs> and it's at one point you're going like, oh, well, the kid would shut up. But then you're like, no, that, that's, that's wonder and awe and, yeah. and excitement. And he's seeing something he's never seen before with his eyes. And, yeah. uh, and that's one of the, thing, the great things about aquariums and zoos is they give us a chance to see these beautiful animals that we'll may never get the opportunity to see uh, out in the wild. And make it, and it makes it personal because sometimes it's hard to care about something that you've never dealt with yourself, that you've never seen in person. Like you're never around animals or never around the ocean and you don't see these things. You don't think about, oh, what? It's a straw. What could it possibly do? Once you've pulled the straw out of a turtle's nose. Yeah. Which is not nice. But, uh, once you've done that, um, it changes the way you look at things. Yeah. One of my actual, you know, things in life and philosophies of life is that uh, awareness breeds uh, acceptance mm-hmm. and acceptance leads to action so it's the same thing with with fish yeah. <laughs> you know uh, sharks are awesome uh, and until you actually get a child to get in there and there's always two reactions it's either i love sharks or oh i'm scared of sharks mm-hmm. it's one of the two they're very polarizing <laughs> there's nobody who's like sharks Meh. you know it's either one or the other so mm-hmm. when i get kids uh 
to come uh, in the aquarium. And they're like, oh, I, I wouldn't go in those waters. I wouldn't swim in there. And I said, I'll swim in there. It's nice. It's fun. They're cool. Um, then they just start to see them as, as animals and not monsters. Yeah. Uh, have you ever, have you ever done the dive at Epcot? The, the Epcot dive? No. People no, I'm not. I did that. Uh, yeah, do you have to be certified to do it? I, I don't know. At the Epcot, I don't know. At the aquarium, you do not. You can, um, can people just go in there? Like mm-hmm. people, people? Yeah. Like regular people? Yep. So it's an experience that you can, I assume you pay for it and you can go in and have yeah, there's, a guide? There's a number of experiences. There's um, Swim with the Fishes, which is for six and under. Uh, they can swim in our... Uh, Did the mobster name it? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we have Sleep with the Fishes. Uh, we have a sleepover program called Sleep with the Fishes. It's a sleepover program? Yeah. You can spend the night in the aquarium. <sighs> Uh, so Wait, for, is how old can I do it for my birthday? <laughs> maybe I don't know. It's for school groups mostly, huh. uh, but you could pretend to be a chaperone. Uh, <laughs> I'll find some kids. Who's that lady? <laughs> um, so, but, so we have swim with the fishes, which is in our shallow side of our coral reef uh, habitat. Okay, and it's just small reef fishes. There's a porcupine fish in there, which is pretty big. A scrawled tile fish, which is kind of a, is about this. Scrawled for those of you listening, tile. it's about this big. Whoa, that yeah. big! <laughs> Shoulders width. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is what that looked like to me. <laughs> um, so they can swim in there. Then we have swim with the sharks. Which is about a 45 minute experience in the water, but you get, uh, uh video instruction, hand, uh, one on one instruction with our master divers. You get gear, wetsuit, uh, a rebreather. You don't actually go underwater, so it's not scuba, mm-hmm. uh, but you just float on the top of the water and use the rebreather. Um, so you don't have to worry about a snorkel coming loose or, yeah. or anything like that. So, uh, and then you, you hold onto a pole, uh, so the piece of PVC. And uh, the the uh, master diver's in the middle. He has one guest on each side, and he swims them across the top of the habitat for about thirty to forty minutes. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, so he's and sort of like a, a a sled dog. Yeah, that pulls the okay. Yeah, kind of like, and, and all they have to do is uh, they're told not to kick, not to touch the animals, and they just float and uh, just hold on to the pipe, float and breathe, float and breathe. Yep, I can do that. And then we got a. Uh, uh, and they get a, a GoPro video uh, of their experience uh, that comes with the, the whole deal. And then we do have um, a dive with the sharks, which is for scuba certified folks. And they can go down to the bottom of the 25-foot habitat mm. and interact with the animals down there um, a, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, that sounds... Uh, Patrick, I have a new place where we're going to go. Because <laughs> <laughs> that sounds yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, we do all kinds of things with that. Again, trying to break that touchscreen wall. We have uh, uh, penguins backstage where you can cuddle and, and hold <gasps> penguins. Oh, <laughs> no. What do you mean? You get to hold them? Yeah. Like a baby? Yeah. Do they like that? They do. They, they do? They like to, they like to cuddle, and, and, and you can scratch their heads. And, oh, um, no. It doesn't smell great. No, they but, smell. They, they, yeah. They're so stinky. Because it's fish uh, and poop. <laughs> but we don't, we don't have a penguin habitat uh, on display mm-hmm. permanently right now. That's a goal for us in 2020. But it is uh, – uh, we do this backstage uh, mm-hmm. thing for, uh, where you can go back and, and see them there. <laughs> and then we have a cruise where you can go out on the dolphin cruise and go see dolphins in the bay. Um, there's about a pot of 500 Atlantic bottlenose dolphin that live out in Hillsborough Bay, and we can go out and see them. Oh, wow. So, again, trying to do that interactive thing where it's Well, real. especially because, like, get out there, see where they are, cherish where they are, right. and honor the environment where they live. Yes. Oh, can we go back to the penguins real quick? Sure. Um, uh, where are they from? Who are they? <laughs> uh, we have are African. They like- we have African penguins. Okay. Uh, from South Africa. Uh, and, uh, again, the... A lot of what we do is kind of breaking up those myths or stereotypes about mm-hmm. animals that penguins live in the North Pole with Santa and polar yeah. bears. And that's <laughs> not true. They don't live in the North Pole. Uh, they live in the South Pole. But they also live in some of the hottest environments on Earth, the Galapagos Islands, uh, South Africa, uh, Argentina. Uh, they like hot uh, hot waters and, and or hot you know sand and warm water just as much as they can live in snow and cold water. They're amazing animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Uh, the ones we have are, are African penguins. Um, we have Shelly and Pebbles and a few others. Um, but uh, 
but they're they're awesome. Why didn't you bring them with you? <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, <laughs> it, it, he, Tom bought, brought a guitar case, yeah. but inside is penguins. <laughs> I don't care how much they poop. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, so penguins penguins are, uh, are are pretty cool, and we bring them out twice a day. We uh, Tuesday mornings we have a penguin waddle mm-hmm. where they will walk through the lobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes they in. sometimes they take them all the way down through the gallery, which is fun to just come in and say. And there's still oh, there's I, there's penguins walking by. I was <laughs> I was in my my uh, dressing room uh, getting ready one day, and the door was open, and I looked out, and there were four penguins just walking down the. the aisle. I said, "Oh, there you go. This is where I work now." <laughs> That's pretty cool. I mean, uh, it used to be Mickey Mouse walking by, and now it's penguins. Yeah, so. now it's penguins. I'll take penguins. <laughs> I was gonna say they're awfully cute. Yeah. Uh, Okay, we can move past it now. Any manatees or any manatee dealies? No, we okay. don't have uh, manatees here. We do operate the Manatee Viewing Center, which is over in Apollo Beach. Uh, and then we also have the uh, Center for Conservation, uh, which just opened up there uh, in Apollo Beach, which has a big turtle hospital. Uh, it's got a lot of work being done with coral and spiny sea urchins. As in it's a big hospital for turtles or it's a for big turtle uh both both it's a it's a large facility uh it's got quite a few large uh tanks to uh help turtles if they are plastic injured boat injured or cold stunned uh which we deal with a lot of cold stunned turtles what is cold stunned uh sudden shifts in temperature uh that kind of make the turtles inebriated a little bit and they, and they and they're they're confused and in shock so uh, they'll put them on a plane, actually, and fly them down, and then we get them off from the airport and rehabilitate them what? with warmer water and, and warmer temperatures uh, until they're ready to go, and then we'll release them. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's amazing. And you said, so, like, you also mentioned plastic injured and boat injured. Right. Okay. Yeah, All right. So, uh, so yeah, so it's a great facility uh, that yeah. is open now and being toured by school groups and uh, will soon be open to the public. Yay! So, uh, yeah. Let's all learn and what we can do to help. Be helpful. <laughs> Everyone be helpful. It's amazing how much I've learned in two years. I mean, it's really... Yeah, you're uh, speaking with a lot of authority about all of these things, and I'm believing you. Yeah, This well, better not be bullshit, Tom. <laughs> I swear to God. No, nobody fact-check me. <laughs> We're not about facts here at How You Think You're Nice. Um but you mentioned like you have a dressing room, so you still have a performance element to your job. So are you sort of like the host? You mentioned a game show. Yeah. But it sounds like you do a lot of different things. Yeah, I host a game show. Um, you do that two to three times a day, depending upon the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, and it's just a, you know, 20 minute. Uh, game show. Um, and then we, uh, I walk a turtle, um, and a penguin character. So mascots. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I will I will walk them around. Um, we also have a children's area called Sea Squirt Cove, <laughs> and right now we have story time there twice a day. But one of the things that I was charged with this year was to um, try to come up with some new programming. Mm-hmm. So I've written uh, a, a new show called Story Time Splash. Awesome. Um, which is all about Gary the Green Sea Turtle. Aww. And uh, cool. I've also written some songs. <laughs> and uh, I wrote, uh, we have five or six songs between uh, myself and uh, another uh, woman who works there. Uh, and they're, they're pretty fun. So we're, we're going to have maybe a sing-along story time uh, in Sea Squirt Cove and kind of ramp up the programming uh, there. So, yeah. so that'll be cool. Because you gotta get them, gotta get them when they're young. Right? Like, yeah. like in most things, like learning languages and learning various skills in life, like the, the younger and sooner you begin these, these things that you respect for the environment or different cultures or whatever, like the easier it is to have that be a part of your grown up life, of your everyday adulting life, if you yeah. will. Is, is part of what you do try to explain like why, how to cut down on plastic or like yeah, why plastic that's a, that's is a, a big problem? Part of what we do. Yeah. yeah. And so what, what are the simple ways for us to cut down on plastic in our daily lives? Uh, they're the things everybody knows. Uh, you know, reusable bags uh, okay. are huge. 500 billion plastic bags are used every year okay. worldwide. That's insane. Uh, that is, um, uh, what is the statistic I looked at? That's like a, a million 
I don't know. Never mind. It's a lot. Uh, 500 billion a year. Um, 500 million plastic straws are used mm-hmm. in America alone. Mm. Um, so, you know, there are, there are other options. There are, uh, silicone straws. There are metal straws. There's paper straws. Uh, they're making straws out of corn. Uh, the compostable ones. The compostable yeah. ones. Uh, uh, or just, you know, drink with your mouth. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we have a saying at the aquarium that's, you know, together we can make an ocean uh, of difference. We're all drops of water, but together we make an ocean of difference. It really is true. Um, and it is, because, uh, you know, if we can bring that number down at all, and I've had people argue with me, so, well, I have a person with special needs, and they, well, we're not talking, don't ever, anybody ever use a straw. I mean, if you need to use the straw for whatever, if you've got a medical, that's fine. I'm not yeah. Gonna, but, you know, if we can bring that number down a few hundred million, uh, it's going to make a difference. Yeah. Because plastic never goes away. Uh, we use it for 20 minutes, 12 minutes, and it stays in our environment forever. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't uh, go away. It just becomes smaller and smaller. It becomes microplastic, which then absorbs toxins and continues to pollute the environment. It ends up in the fish, and then we eat the fish, and it ends up in us. Uh, doctors are now finding microplastics in human beings. What? Yeah. Finally. Uh, yeah. That's why the sharks won't eat us. <laughs> yeah. We have too much, plastic, too much plastic in us. In us. <laughs> so, it's like you eating know, a Barbie. <laughs> it, 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 we're all connected uh, here. It's all one big, happy family. Yeah. Like, one it is. together. And, and the, getting back to coral, you know, we, we, we grow coral. We, uh, we, we, we replant it on the reefs. Yeah. How do you um, grow coral? Well... <gasps> Um, we have developed a really great system for developing coral. I could go on about this for a while. Okay. Uh, I'll give you the edited version. Um, so basically, uh, staghorn coral, which is a builder coral, it's a hard coral, uh, that grows one to two inches a year in the wild. Oh my God. Yeah. In human care, we can get 10 to 15 inches a year. Boom. Yeah. And then Finally, we, we partner <laughs> with the Coral Restoration Foundation. Uh, and th- then they plan to take what we're growing, grow it on coral trees upside down, which makes it grow even faster. Oh. Uh, and then replant it on the coral reefs. As you were an actor, are, are an actor. So how is working at the aquarium different than other theme parks? Is it because there's so much like education to it more than more so than other places. Yeah. I think the education is really the the biggest part uh, of it in that um, really a small portion of my day is spent actually performing. Um, when I'm have downtime, I will go and talk to people uh, in the galleries and we'll talk about turtles. We'll talk about octopuses. We'll talk mm-hmm. about, you know, whatever, uh, they're standing by. I'll just walk through the gallery and say, hey, do you know what this is? Or tell them some interesting facts uh, about Megalodon. We have a huge Megalodon jaw uh, there. Uh, the shark, the prehistoric shark that yeah. was yeah, 65 to 100 feet long. Um, so that's uh, a, That shark's too big. It was a big shark. It's too big. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't too big for its time, but yeah. I'd be scared now. Yeah. Well, it actually may have been. Uh, it It may have gotten too big for its own good. Um, oh. Yeah, because it was supplanted now, the newest theory, by great white sharks, uh, that they outcompeted it for food. Hmm. Uh, they were smaller, faster, uh, and they ate all the food, and mm-hmm. Megalodon starved out. Oh, um, no. So that's... That's the new theory. Sorry, Megalodon. Uh, so what old critters do you have there? Do you have, you, you want to talk about the turtle, the naming of the turtle? Yeah. Okay. When does, when does that come through? Like when? Um, I'm not sure when it's over, but they, we have a new turtle and his name is 263. They're soliciting new name. They solicited new names from school children and they got like eight to pick from and the voting okay. is going on at flaquarium.org. Um, and you can pick between, I think it's, Lenny and Augie, Sheldon. Um, I don't remember any of the other ones, mm-hmm. but but there's about eight names. That okay, you can, that so you we can, can pick vote. From, so you can vote for him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have three uh, sea turtles uh, there. Um, two, six, three. Uh, Ludwig and Flip, and <laughs> they're all both um, rescue turtles. Uh, so mm. they're uh, in their forever home with us. Um, we have. Um, uh, sand tiger sharks, nurse sharks, bamboo sharks, bonnethead sharks, uh, stingrays, uh, the cow nose, the southern, uh, eagle rays, which are beautiful. And they just have the silliest derpy face on them. What kind of um, ray? E- uh, eagle rays. Eagle like a bird? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> spotted. So it's the spotted eagle rays is actually uh-huh. the name. And uh, they got these beautiful wings. 
Um, and, uh, and they're, they're awesome. Um, so the, the aquarium tells the story of Florida waters. Uh, so that's okay. the, that's the theme of it. So you start upstairs in our aviary where we have, uh, alligators and otters, uh, birds flying around freely, all sorts of freshwater fish, turtles. There's a pelican, a cormorant, all these different kinds of birds. Um, and then from there you go into the bays and beaches. So it's like you're following the river. You start in rivers and lakes and then you go to the beach. And in the beach we have shallow water fish. Uh, we have grouper, nurse sharks. Uh, we have our, our big grouper, Cletus, who is five foot seven, uh, that long. Five foot seven. Yeah. Grouper? Yeah, he's a, he's a Goliath like a, grouper. Like a fish? Yeah. A grouper yeah. fish. Actually, no, I lied. He's 5'11". Fu- he's almost my size. He, but he's a fish. Right, but on the side. So, 5'11", length. He, he is 5'11", which is long. Are the groupers have eyes on the one side of their head? No, those are flounders. flounders. Yeah. Okay. Groupers are traditional fish. I mean, they look like a traditional fish, uh-huh. but they're huge. Um, that would startle me yeah. deeply if yeah. I ran into that. And he, he weighs about uh, 300 pounds. That's a big fish. Big fish. He's been there since we opened in 95. It's an old big fish. Yeah. That's a big old fish. A big old fish. <laughs> so uh, so he's in the bays and beaches because they tend to be shallow water fish so living under pylons and things like that, under mm, bridges. Okay. And they like to... to hide under there uh and then we have our, our stingray beach where you can touch the stingrays and then from there you go you keep following the river from the beach and you end up in the coral reef so you go under the water there's a big tunnel that you walk through and that's where our shark stingrays turtles uh are uh, along with our seahorses uh the sea dragons we've got these beautiful sea dragons uh sea dragons are uh they're kind of seahorses but they're incredibly frilly they look like seaweed um, oh. and uh, these are particularly from South Australia. So uh-huh. we, uh, and the cool thing about this, and this actually got national news attention is when we got these three sea dragons, they, their swim bladders were not correctly formed. They were, oh. they were weak and uh, they all came from the same litter of, mm-hmm. uh, fish. So they, um, they were having to swim for their lives, basically. Oh. Uh, they couldn't ever stop swimming or they would sink. When you say bladder, you mean like the thing that keeps them buoyant? The keep thing keeps them buoyant, okay. right. So um, our husbandry staff identified this and they built them. Um, they call them buoyancy compensators. I remember. But they're pool noodles. <laughs> I remember. And they're so little. Yeah. And so they, they made about a wetsuit material and it keeps them buoyant so oh, they don't oh. have to swim all the time. Uh, and they change them out about every two to three weeks because the animals are growing, mm-hmm. and then they give them some time off so that they're able to St- strengthen, to and-, strengthen and, and continue to, hopefully their bladders will catch up with them, and they won't have to use them all, all their life. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, they have their own little buoyancy compensators. How big um, will they get? Um, yeah, they're about... <laughs> this big? Yeah, about that big. <laughs> Imagine a loaf of bread, yeah. maybe? A loaf of bread height? Yeah, about 12 inches. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But they're kind of like S-shaped. So, you know, uh, they're gorgeous. And they have little, are they like little vests? Do they wear them like little, I, I mean, I, in a, with a BC, a boys are, buoyancy controller, like it's a vest. Right. Yeah. So this is, is it- not a vest. It's, um, it's basically like a, like a, like a elbow macaroni noodle, uh-huh. uh, that is tied around uh, their body at two points from the end of the noodle. So it just kind of floats behind them and, and lifts them up. Oh. Um, so we have those and we have our big, we've got a 500,000 gallon uh, habitat, which is our largest habitat. And that's where the sharks are. And a huge window, Florida ceiling window, um, like you would see at, you know, like the Georgia Aquarium has a beautiful one um, or that scene in Aquaman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually never saw Aquaman. Oh, you, you didn't miss anything. <laughs> um, so, and then from there, you continue down the coral reef into Waves of Wonder, which is our new gallery. And that's where we have even more turtles, stingrays. Um, my favorite, which is the octopus, the greater Pacific octopus. Oh. Um, yeah, her name is Wally. Oh. She's amazing. Um, I love octopuses. Mm-hmm. They are probably my favorite animal in the aquarium at the moment. Why is that? Because uh, they're so weird. <laughs> they are just so weird. They, I mean, I tell people all the time, I so said, we don't need to go to space to find aliens. We have them right here. Um, they have uh, a brain shaped like a donut. 
Their esophagus runs right through the middle of it, uh, which literally gives them food for thought. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Get um, out. I, I'm, I'm a, kidding. Don't. I'm, I'm, I'm a dad. <laughs> um, they have three hearts. Um, okay. Their blood is blue. Gross. They, uh, I like to say they have nine brains, which isn't exactly correct, but it kind of is because They're in addition nice. to donut brain, they actually have a nodule at the base of each arm that controls each arm independently. Um, they can compress their bodies through anything, any hole or opening uh, that is the size of their eye or smaller. What? Yeah. So the, the biggest part of them is their eyeball? Is their eyeball. Their lens, they can't collapse the lens of their eye. So everything else, uh, even their beak, they can shift the beak so they can fit through um, openings. So that thing in Finding Dory about Hank being an escape artist, yeah. absolutely true. Uh, they're really good at getting out of places. Um, there is a story from another aquarium of an octopus, because these guys are smart, um, bothered by direct light. They don't like direct white light. Mm-hmm. We don't have any on our octopus. But um, there was a light across the way that was bothering it. It figured out how to siphon water, spray a jet of water, and short out the light. <laughs> We're not going to fix it. I am. <laughs> Uh, if they lived longer, they could quite possibly be the dominant species on the planet. Uh, they live two to five years. That's such a shame. It I, is. I recently learned that they don't live very yeah, long. Yeah, they do not. Yeah. And the last thing they do before they die is they lay their eggs. They have babies? They have babies and oh, then they die. Oh, no. And then are they little? Yeah. Little no. baby octopuses? Little baby or octopuses. Are they, are they not seeds? <laughs> yes, they're, they're seeds. They're, they grow them from eggs. pots. Eggs. Yes. Yeah, they hatch oh. from the eggs and they're little tiny. Oh, so uh, it's like a Charlotte's Web situation. Sorry, spoiler pretty, alert. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, so yeah, so they're just they're just so weird, um, we, and they can you know they they change the shape of their of their body, the color, the the uh, texture. Uh, when Wally's bothered, she becomes really spiky. Oh. Um, and when she's not, she's nice and smooth. Um, they're just amazing. Um, I haven't had any, have any contact with the animals. If I ever get a chance to, mm-hmm. um, I would love to because they're just so cool. We do a lot of enrichment for the animals to kind of break up their, their days. There's, uh, there's games that we introduce. There's, you, you put a hula hoop in the otter, uh, habitat and they, they like to swim through it and, so just things to break up their their day and, and our husband reach staff works really hard to come up with different ways to enrich the animals daily lives yeah i am a little disappointed that they don't use the hula hoop <laughs> well like maybe when we're not hips. watching <laughs> we go out and it's like it's gone they're gone get the get, get the hula hoop out let me show I'm, you what i can do i'm going for 45 seconds i don't know oh my god but they'd have to be so little they have to be little <laughs> hula hoops everything can be little it's the dream. <sighs> okay. Um, fabulous. So did we get through all the critters that you guys that you have? Yeah, uh, basically once you go through that part, you're back in our main lobby, which uh, where we're building a brand new touch experience called mm. Moon Bay, where you can touch moon jellyfish. <gasps> and they won't hurt you? Not and you too won't badly. Hurt them? <laughs> You'll only lose a finger. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, moon, moon jellies, uh, you can you can handle them. Um and and you know our our team works to make sure that they the animals don't get uh, bothered or jostled or, mm-hmm. or things like that. But uh, yeah, that's opening up in the summer, so we're excited about that. And then we have things like I said, the penguins backstage, the dolphin cruise. Uh, there's a 4D movie theater that the kids are just crazy about. Cool. Uh, there's a splash pad and for a, a, a aquatic playground that sprays water and. Oh, um, kids love kids those. Kids love that stuff. Yeah, I, I love those things. Yeah. yeah. Um, are there any like funny or interesting stories regarding your time at the aquarium? Um, uh, okay. Yeah. No, there yeah. are. <laughs> Tonya, uh, Tom's beautiful wife, Tonya, is in the studio, and by studio, I mean this hotel room. <laughs> And she's giggling, so the, something must have happened. Uh, we were we were talking about uh, <laughs> stories uh, on the way up and what we would uh, share because we want to be nice. Um, there, there was the woman who, when she saw the divers underwater, mm-hmm. uh, came up very concerned about why their hair wasn't wet underwater. And I said, what do you mean it's not wet? It's 
there in the water. She goes, yeah, but it's, it's flowing around. It's look at it. It's not wet. It's not like hanging flat on their heads. Like when you get out of the shower. So to her mind, it was not wet. And I'm like, there's a difference between something in water and then being wet Having out of water. water. On yeah, it. yeah that's, that's a different. She goes, oh no, they're dry. Their hairs are. I said, all right. That's not, that's nice. Did she ever, did you ever get through to her? Like what, what no. that meant? I think she started to to see it and understand, but she was really freaking out. She was like, why, why isn't, their hair, isn't wet? their hair wet? Yeah. One of my favorite things, especially when I'm working with the kids, though, is, is the kids that come in. And we have, you know, annual passes and we have something called the Stroller Brigade, which probably every every educational place has them. Okay. Uh, where it's uh, the moms and the moms come in with the uh, and sometimes dads, but they come in with the kids and the strollers and. And they just come in for a few hours. It's have, what they do. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, a, like it's a, a nice place, or... especially you know here in Florida where it's hot and yeah. we don't want to be outside. So let's go to the aquarium, go and see some fish, hang out. It's awesome, uh, which is one of the reasons why we built Sea Squirt Cove for people to come and just chill out, read yeah, some books. Yeah, that's super fun. Like that's that's um, great. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So, um, so you know, I getting to know some of these kids as they come in and and they 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 look for me. And there's one little boy named Finn. Uh, How and, apropos! And as it would turn out, Finn loves sharks. Uh huh. And we were looking at a shark book together once, and, and it was like, that's a, he goes, that's a great white. And I'm like, that's right. He goes, that's a tiger shark. That's my favorite. And then I flipped this over and I said, what's that one? And he mm-hmm. goes, that's a wobegong. And it was. What? <laughs> <laughs> a wobegong is a species of carpet shark, and it doesn't look like a shark, uh, but it's all this frilly stuff. And he was what? like, it's an Australian shark. He's, he's like Wobegong. I'm like, yes, it is. That's Ooh. that's pretty impressive. Way to um, go, yeah. parents and yeah. Finn. Yeah, he's yay. Just, he knew he knew his sharks. So he, uh, we like to hang out and talk about sharks. You get to meet all kinds of people from every background, like the kids who've never been to the ocean, and you know, you get to. That's really cool, and that's something I, I really miss about working in a theme park where. You're getting, I mean, Disney less so because it is cost prohibitive for so many folks. Um, but you just, you meet so many people from every culture and country and faith. And it's just, it's beautiful and really, uh, it's a gorgeous way to experience, uh, humanity is to just have like a fun, touching, in your case, educational mm-hmm. moment with people. That's, that truly makes a difference. Yeah. That's lovely. Yay. I would love to hear your song. <laughs> All five of them. No. <gasps> yes. Um, <laughs> it's sort of, it's going to be three and a half hours long. Yeah. We, we're talking about uh, octopuses. Okay. Octopuses. And uh, this is my my song, the first one I wrote, um, for this called Aquatunes. Aquatunes. Uh, this is then the name of the compilation. Uh, and so this is about octopuses. Uh, it's got a little call and response thing. Yes. So if you I could, I was wondering where I could pitch in. If you could join me, I will. Uh, the lyrics are octopuses. Octopuses. And that's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> octopuses are quite clever. They've been seen using tools. So keep your eyes on these cutie pies and don't take them for fools. They have lots of cool defenses, camouflage and squirting ink. It's really weird they can disappear before you've had time to think. Octopuses! 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 If you've got a bunch, you don't say octopi. Octopuses! 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 It takes them half an hour to wave bye-bye. Because they have eight arms. I get it. <laughs> we call them Octopoda from the family Octopodidae. And hold the phone, they don't have bones, so they're invertebrates. They've got three hearts inside them, 
they pump their blood, it's blue. They've got eight arms, don't be alarmed, they don't want to hug you. Octopuses. 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 If you've got a bunch, you don't say octopi, not octopi. Octopuses. 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 It takes them half an hour to wave bye-bye. Octopuses are great hunters. They eat lobster, crabs, and shrimp. And on a lark they might eat a shark. Octopuses are not wimps. So the moral of my story should not be a shock. These cephalopods are really odd, but they so totally rock. Hey, octopuses! 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 If you got a bunch, you don't say octopi, not octopi. Octopuses. 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 It takes them half an hour to wave bye-bye. Yes! <laughs> That's so cute! Did you write that? I you did. did. I did, yeah. You did write it. That was steeped with information. Yeah, there's a lot of info in there, and it's fun to sing along. They're invertebrates. Uh, yeah, they've got Don't say parts. octopi. Don't say octopi. I get that a lot. People go, oh, it's octopi. Right. And I'm like, nope. It is... Uh, the... Actually, it's a... <laughs> Latin. It's a, it's, a, it's a Greek word, so you wouldn't put a Latin plural on a Greek word. <laughs> 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 Unless you were some kind of fool. <laughs> But no, really, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, octopode is actually the plural, but that's not an English Octopode thing. up in here! So, <laughs> ain't no potty like an octopode. has an octopode got eight legs! <laughs> exactly. Um, one more? Uh, yes, please! Okay. Yeah, no, you could play all five, like, okay. legit. I'm, 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 I am um, here for the... The guitar party. <laughs> this is this this is one um, that I thought you would like. Um, it's a little bit of a rocker. Good. So if you can imagine me with a leather jacket on, I usually a, do, and a and a unicorn horn <laughs> uh, on my head. Um, are you familiar with narwhals? Yes. I thought you might. It's be. a tooth. It is a tooth. <laughs> I love narwhals. <laughs> yeah. Size up to 12 feet long, easy on the eyes. I got a blackish markings on my pale white skin, and I swim so sweet that I don't need a dorsal fin. I know I'm sound like I'm bragging, but I'm totally not. It's not my fault if I am cool and all the others are not. I am a na 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 I am a na 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 I am a na 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 Yo, I'm a na And my tusk is ten feet long I live in the Arctic where it's nice and cold Swim under the ice shelf cause I'm brave and I'm bold I eat little fish Though I only have one tooth And I shun them with my horn I'm telling you the truth I know it sounds like I'm bragging But I'm totally not Looking to see a cold fish I am super hot I am a na 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 I am a na 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 Oh I'm a na 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 Yeah I'm a na And my tusk is ten feet long that's 22 feet altogether, geniuses. <laughs> it's mostly boys that grow their horns, but some girls do. And if that's not rad enough, some of us grow too. I can live a long time, up to 50 years. And except for those orcas, there's not much up here. I know it sounds like I'm bragging, but I'm totally not. There ain't another way of the dolphin that's got what I got. Hey, I'm a na 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 wa. I am a na 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 wa. Yo, I'm a na 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 wa. Hey, I'm a na wa, baby. My tusk is ten feet long. Yes. Yes. I am ready to join you with my tambourine. I'm joining the band. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be cool. It's the first time I've ever done that with harmony. Oh, 
It was nice. Yay! <laughs> I knew I could count on you. Yeah, always. Um, <laughs> Especially if it's about narwhals. Do you want to hear the other one? Yeah, I really for real do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I won't say no. No, I want to hear them. Um, so the lyrics <laughs> for this one, um, turtles, turtles, turtles. Okay. This is a kind of a Jason Mraz, Jack Johnson kind of thing. Okay. Oh, the green sea turtle is the farmer of the sea. Eating that seagrass is happy leaving me. He don't want no trouble, he don't want no fuss. He just wants to chill, chair the ocean where I saw turtles, turtles, turtles swimming in the sun. Turtles, 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 having lots of fun. Turtles, 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 full of grace and charm. Turtles, 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 not meaning no one no harm. Not meaning no one no harm. Oh, the loggerhead turtle has a great big head. He don't eat veggies, he eats crabs instead. He don't want no trouble, he don't want no fuss. He just wants to chill and share the ocean with us. Come on, the turtles, 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 swimming in the sun. Turtles, 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 having lots of fun. Turtles, 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 full of grace and charm. Turtles, 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 not mean to go and no harm. Instead of tasty jellies, he sees plastic floating by. No. He don't want no trouble. He don't want no fuss. He just wants to chill and share the ocean with us. That's turtles, 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 swimming in the sun. Turtles, 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 having lots of fun. Turtles, 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 full of grace and charm. Turtles, 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 I mean to no one no harm. Take it solo! <laughs> turtles, turtles, yeah! Don't get me no straws, no plastic, no, no! I just wanna swim and live my best life Cause I'm a turtle, turtle, turtle! Turtle! <laughs> so the meaning of my story should be quite clear by now We need to save the ocean and I'm gonna tell you how. Reduce, reuse, recycle all that plastic stuff. Then we can chill with the turtles. It ain't that tough. Come on, turtles, turtles, turtles. Swimming in the sun. Turtles, turtles, turtles. Having lots of fun. Turtles, turtles, turtles. Full of grace and charm. Turtles, turtles, turtles. Not mean to no one, no harm. This one I wrote yesterday. <gasps> Ooh! Yeah. So, okay. Uh, Is this one Gary Green Turtle Gary? No. No, that's a story time one. So, uh, we have to teach people, because we have a lot of tourists when they come in, mm -hmm. uh, how to do the stingray shuffle. And what okay. that is, is uh, there are stingrays in the water when you go in the ocean, and they like to hide underneath the sand. So, oh. we encourage people, because if you just walk and trounce through the waters, mm -hmm. like... Like we do. Walks, like you do. Um, if you step on a stingray, uh, that barb is going to shoot up and it might catch your foot mm -hmm. uh, because you've startled and, and attacked mm -hmm. the stingray, right? Yeah. You're in their house. So when you're in the house, just like some people ask you to take off their shoes if you go in their mm -hmm. house, when you go into the stingray's house, you want to shuffle your feet. Not pick them up and slam, but you want to slide, slide, shuffle. 
And if you, when you're doing that, you're going to kick this, the sand out in front of you, you're going to disturb the water, the stingrays will move. Okay. Uh, and they won't go after you. Okay. Right. Also, and more you, importantly, you won't step on it and hurt that's it. That's right, you won't hurt it. Um, and uh, also, if you do get stung, uh, don't have anybody pee on you. Because <laughs> that's just weird. <laughs> that is not a thing. Unless that um, is your thing, and then yeah. have at it. But just don't not, do it on a beach. Not on a beach. Yeah. Nope, nope, um, nope. But we, that's, a, that's a wise tale out there, that uh, if you get stung by a stingray or a jellyfish, to have uh-huh. someone pee, pee on, on you. you? And, uh, no, do not have someone pee on you. Florida Beach, a thriving ecosystem all within your reach. But don't forget the stingrays hiding under the sand. Don't swish them with your foot or touch them with your hand. They will scatter to the deeper water below. If you shuffle those feet, walking nice and slow, and do the stingray shuffle. Oh, the stingray shuffle. Gotta do that stingray shuffle, shuffle all your blues away. Rays have stingers, that much is true. They use them to defend themselves from big things like you. They're made of keratin, like a fingernail. And if they get you, man, you'll probably weep and wail. But they don't really wanna hurt you, they just get scared. So when you go into the water, just be prepared. Yeah, the stingray shuffle. Yeah, the stingray shuffle. You know you gotta do the stingray shuffle. Shuffle all your blues away. Stingrays don't eat humans, that is just absurd. They don't even want to sting you, despite what you've heard. But in case it happens, tell you what to do. Pour some warm, soapy water onto your boo-boo. But avoid all the pain and the suffering. Just remember what I told you and do the thing that's the stingray shuffle. Yeah, the stingray shuffle. You know you gotta do the stingray shuffle. Shuffle all your blues away. Now we bring it down. Shuffle. Oh, the stingray shuffle. Yeah, the stingray shuffle. Shuffle all your blues away. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the stingray shuffle. The stingray shuffle. You gotta do the stingray shuffle. Shuffle all your blues away. Great. I love them. I love them. Um, that is uh, some of their first public outing. Right oh, so. nice. So world, these, these aren't officially players. what you're uh, they are, doing They yet? have not been uh, approved or even heard yet by oh. the majority of the education team. So you got a first <gasps> world premiere. Exclusive. Well, thank you, Tom. This was lovely. So thank you so much. And... Uh, since you listen, you know what's coming next, the musical arm farts. I mean, I know you, we just had this beautiful musical interlude. but yeah. And, Tonya, you're welcome to join us in... Okay, she's all right. So, it's just... It's just yeah, okay. yeah, you don't have to arm... Okay, you can do it okay. in the corner, just on this. I can barely do this. You can do... Or just... Oh, well, that one can do it. Yeah, you can do it any way yeah. you want. Okay. There's a million ways to fart. No <laughs> way is a wrong way. Yeah. I was playing party like a polyp. <laughs> yeah, sounds just like it. Nailed it. Thank you, Tom. I'm so glad you were here. It's my pleasure, and I'm so happy to be able to sing with you. That was a lot of fun. Yay, thank you. Oh, that was so nice. Party like a polyp. <laughs>